Yo. Yo. Damn. Will you be able to merge both of them together? Or do we, I gotta start all the way over? No, nah, we'll just we'll just we'll just start this one over because I don't think you could merge this one because it just completely like cut out. I don't know. We'll just start all the way over. All right, so hey. like like no, <laughs> it ain't my fault. <laughs> no, like you said, well the the first time we tried recording we was having some technical difficulties, but this is top of the key, episode one one B. The first episode, man, we was discussing, you know, we was getting into the introduction introduction of, of basketball, just talking about the the impact on the impact COVID nineteen will have on the game with the game of basketball, uh, what the game was gonna be like in the future and things like that. And uh how COVID nineteen was going to impact the season, if they should resume the NBA season, what the season was gonna look like and things like that. And then we also were discussing the uh Michael Jordan documentary, the Chicago Bulls documentary of The Last Dance that's uh streaming right oh that's not streaming but airing right now on ESPN and we were just talking about um you know that team and you know we did a little bit of what if at the end. You know, so if you wanna listen to that one man, go check it out. It's our first episode, very first episode of our podcast, Top of the Key. Uh, this one, man, we're going to get deep. We're going to talk about relationships. You know, both me and Aaron both have been in, had been in long-term relationships. Uh, yeah. I was in a relationship for <clears throat> 10 years. Aaron, Aaron was in a relationship for, I believe, three and a half or four years. Yes. Uh, we're just going to talk about, like, the lessons that we learned from that. And we're also going to you know, try to kick a little bit of advice for some people that's in long-term relationships right now, you know, and hopefully maybe it helped them, you know, improve their relationship, you know, just trying to do what we can. And uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about mental health, you know, the, the importance of mental health, the importance of having a strong mental health, a strong, strong mind, um, keep, keeping your peace, keeping that calm within yourself and within your life, you know, to try to, yeah. you know, not stress about small things or when the big things come, not stress about it. Uh, we gonna get right into it, man. You know, like I said, we had technical difficulties the first time we tried recording, so hopefully, you know, we'll 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 fare better this time. Uh, I guess I'll let you go ahead, man. Uh, let's first talk about you know your your longest relationship that you was in. You know, just talk about the the ups and downs, and the first talk about like how you guys met and things like that, mm. and talk about you know the the. The lessons that you gained from it, and the talk also talk about uh, the breaking point you had. Because if mm. I'm not mistaken, you the one that are, are you the one that called quits or? Uh, yeah. Happen? Okay. Yeah, it was it was it was kind of it was kind of weird. Like technically, I want to feel like I want to say that we weren't together for like two months, but we were together because I was seeing her like every other day. But it wasn't technically we wasn't broken up. But I was the one that finally said, "Hey, I'm done with this, like all the way," you know. Mm. So, um, so in a way, yes, I guess I was the one that you know cut it off all the way. Mm. But, but yeah, I uh, I guess I'll tell you a story how we met, and then you know tell you about my breaking point. Um, so we met <clears throat> a couple years before we started dating. Uh, I ended up. I was on Facebook looking for this girl that I used to go to middle school with. And so I found her on Facebook and 
I was thinking it was the girl that I was looking for, and because she had a lot of my friends that I went to middle school with, so I was like, "Yo, it had to, this had to be her or whatever." Because I had like was like thinking about this girl, you know, a couple of weeks before I actually, you know, found uh, the person I'm talking about. So I ended up messaging her, and come to find out, it wasn't um, her or whatever. But so after finding that out, I guess you know we decided to still talk. Even though you know it, it was, I had no idea who this person was. So, I, so I got a number. You know, got to know her for a little bit, and then um, I actually went on a date with her and and her sister because um, she actually has is a twin, and she okay. ended up um, meeting one of my homeboys, and we all went out for a double date. And the double date uh, wasn't really that good, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and so. Uh, we kind of like lost contact after that double date. Um, see, actually, we did. It was like around March or whatever when this happened. But sometime in the summer of that year, it was 2011. Sometime in the summer of that year, she still did hit me up off and on though. But after that, we completely lost, you know, uh, touch with each other. And then one day, you know, back in 2012, I was like laying on my bed, you know, after. Um, after taking classes, you know, uh, I remember I was like, oh, I want to know what she's doing. You know, I haven't heard from her for a long time. So I hit her up on Facebook again, and I ended up um, getting her number again. And then we got back in contact with each other. But that was like around October, maybe September. And we didn't actually um, date until like six months later actually probably more than six months probably like nine months later because it was the summer of 2013 when we started dating mm. um and then that's when we got together or whatever but um the breaking point i don't really have i don't think i have a breaking point of when you know i decided to call it a quits mm. um I just remember, uh, and by no means when I when I say this story, you know, it has nothing to do with, you know, the woman that I was with. Because I do think she is a good woman. Um, it's just that I think people sometimes when they're in pain and they're in hurt, they do things that are not good, you know. But it doesn't define who they are. Because deep down, they are a good person. Right. But I remember it was like Christmas, and I was on my way to her house, and uh, I can't even remember what we were arguing about. Like, it was something that literally did not matter. Mm-hmm. And I cannot remember what we were arguing about. But we were, like, yelling at each other in right. the car while I was on my way. Like, she was on my speakerphone. And I was just, we were just yelling at each other while I was driving to our house. So I ended up pulling off on, like, an exit or whatever, like, on the side of the road. And I was going to turn back around and go back home. Um, because I was like, bro, I do not want to see you right now. Because whatever, I don't even know. And, and even thinking about it now, still like, what were we arguing about that had me yelling at her like I was yelling? Like you know what I'm saying? And and we and everybody all know if you know me, you know I do not yell. So I have no idea what it was about, and honestly, it wasn't that important because I can't remember what it was about. But uh, that right there really, you know, uh, hit me. I ended up still going up to her house or whatever, but that right there like really hit me because I'm like, why am I allowing someone to get on my nerves this much that I'm just yelling at them? 
Right. You know, and especially, you know, because she doesn't deserve to be yelled at. But I'm just, you know, just screaming at the top of my lungs with her. And I was like, what, what is it? That was, that was like a real epiphany for me. Cause I'm like, I had to look myself in the mirror like, yo, bro, you don't do this. You know, right. that's not who you are. And so I remember another time too. Um, so when we first got together, um, she had this friend one time, this one Snapchat, like had just been created or whatever. And I remember she was Snapchatting one of her friends she went to school with or whatever, you know, they was having an innocent conversation or whatever, because I, I saw, you know, what they were talking about. You know, she was showing me or whatever. So we decided to watch this little movie. We stayed in the house to watch some movie. Uh, and I remember she, like, took a picture of herself talking to this guy or whatever. And um, the guy sent back, like, a peach emoji or whatever, because how she took the picture... Uh, it was an innocent picture, but you know how like you can see the crease of women's like boobs. Yeah. So it was kind of like that. You could see the crease because we were laying down when she took the picture, and so you know uh, she kind of. I I was like, yo, this disrespectful. You know, I know he may be playing with you or whatever, but bro, you got a dude now. You know, he can't be doing that or whatever. So make a long story short, she ended up like cutting this dude off or whatever because I was like, you should never have anybody that disrespects your relationship. You know in your life, you know what I'm saying? And so that was, like, when we first started dating. So fast forward, you know, three and a half years later, we went to one of her friends' house, and this is how I knew, kind of, when I was, like, done, because um, she went to her friend's house, and they were, you know, they were chilling, they was looking for, you know, some weed or whatever to buy, and so she called somebody, and, um you know, to buy some weed or whatever. And mm-hmm. so when she called him, it was the dude that, you know, she had cut off, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever. Right. And so, you know, they were talking or whatever. He was on speakerphone. So, you know, I heard the whole conversation. We all heard this whole conversation because we're all in the room. And so, you know, she hangs up or whatever, and immediately she comes to me. So she already knew, obviously, I may feel some type of way about this because she came to me and was like, oh, you're not mad at me, are you? Um... Because she called dude, right? And I literally looked at her and I was like, I do not care what you do. And that's when I knew. I said, okay, I got to, there's something wrong with that. You know, I like, I don't, like, I've been caring about what you did, you know, the whole time we was in a relationship. But then that moment, you know, it really dawned on me. Like, I really do not care, you know, what you do. And that, and that's when I knew that, you know, I was ready to get out of the relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Couple weeks later, she ended up flying out of town um, on something that's personal. I won't tell her business, but she was gone for like a week, and I remember uh, her being gone for a week. And she like didn't talk to me like that whole week, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I even tried to hit her up, you know, till I was thinking about her and everything. You know, she did not message me like the whole time I was there, and that really gave me clarity that. Um, you know, maybe it was time to, you know, depart, you know. So she was coming back to Tennessee. Um, we were texting and things like that. And that's when we agreed or I said, you know, we should break up. And we ended up breaking up, you know. Yeah. Um, while she was still on the airplane, though, you know, it's not my it's not my finest moment. 
Yeah, you ain't shit. But yeah, that um that's I I don't really know like when I would say there was a breaking point because I, I just feel like, you know, um I was feeling like we weren't compatible for a few months, even before that. And so um I feel like we both stayed because it was something that we were used to. Mm-hmm. And not really, there wasn't really love there, you know. And don't get me right. wrong; I mean, I do love her because I want the best for her. But I just right. don't think we were expressing love the way that we should have been expressing love, right? Right. And so, um, I think, but she was feeling it too because she's told me that before um, that she was thinking the same. And so, um, I think it was just time to, you know, call it quits, you know, because it. Cause there's no point in to in continuing something, putting time and energy into something if both parties, you know, aren't interested in, you know, continuing on, you know. But right. I do like to think that you know we had good times more than we had bad times. Um, right. It's just that I think sometimes bad times in relationships outweigh the good times because you focus more on the bad times than you do the good times. You know? Right. Right. That's but a, yeah, I mean, I think she was a, I think she was an excellent young woman, and I, you know, still think that, and I still want the best for her, and I still want, you know, her to achieve everything she wants to in life, you know. Right. So, um, I, I wish I could say we are friends, but we're not. But you know, I still do root for her, you know, quietly, right? You know, um, but yeah, I think you know one thing, maybe I learned from my experience with her though is to focus um even though you get into a relationship and I see a lot of people do this even now um and even even though you get into a relationship I think you still have to focus on your individuality you know right and so right. cuz a lot of people That's... get into relationships and then their sole fo- focus is on this person right and it's just like okay but what do you like to do or what does or what makes you happy you know right or or you know you still have to get healing for yourself you know what i'm saying like your 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 damages don't or your brokenness don't go away when you get into a relationship exactly you know? exactly so it's like you know what what are you doing to better yourself you know or not even just that or you know are you taking cooking classes are you taking art classes like you know what are you doing that helps you you know, become who you want to be, you know? Right. And I feel like, I feel like that was one of the things that I did learn because most, some of the times I did put too much focus in my relationship that I didn't have time or not have time, but I didn't use my time to also focus on me, you know, cause I was so worried about what she was doing or worried about, you know, how she's doing, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, obviously, but you have to have a, some kind of balance, you know, Exactly. To, you know, your relationship and your individuality because you're still a person. Exactly. And you and you don't automatically, you know, become who you're dating. Like, you still have to do... You still have to get up and go to work every day. Like, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, like you can't yeah. just, you know, you can't just stop being who you are because you're with somebody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's definitely one of the biggest things that I learned. Also, um, with focusing on on my individuality and also i have to focus on my happiness because 
if you're not happy right now, you're not gonna be happy in a relationship. Right. That's just that's just you know that's just the bottom that's line. Right. And I think and I think a lot of people you know they don't focus on their own happiness and their own individuality before they start dating. So then when they get they're already miserable. So then when they get in a relationship, they make the other person miserable, and then they're they more miserable because then you know they they're in this false sense that whoever you date are supposed to make you happy. And right. it's not they shouldn't make you happy. It's that you have to make yourself happy and then she make herself happy or he make himself happy. And then y'all bring your happiness together to create more happiness, you know. Right. And so that's, I think that's, a, that's another big thing that I've learned, you know, being in a long-term relationship. Even though maybe I didn't learn it in the relationship, you know, I learned some of it in the relationship, but I really learned it when we broke up, you know, because I had time to reflect on what went wrong, you know. Right. Well, it's like, let me ask you this, because even though that you you were the one that ended it, you know what I'm saying, you were the one that decided, you know, ultimately, you know, this is something that I can't, I don't want anymore. What was something, what were some things that, you know, looking back into the relationship that you, that you could have learned from, from yourself? Like, what, what are some things that you could have reacted differently to Maybe you know what I'm saying. What are what were some things yeah. that I guess what were some aspects of yourself that you that you changed or whatever? You know, looking back on it now, like yeah. nah, I never I never do that when I'm in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Something yeah. like that. You know, what are some what, like, things like that? What do what do you mean like like something happened in our in my past relationship that I never yeah, do? Like what? Doing? Like what were does what were some things that? Because ultimately, you know, even though you were the one that called the quits, you know, yeah. obviously, you know. A relationship is a two-way street. Yeah, so what, right, were some, right. what were some flaws within yourself that you could fix? That like, I'll, when you get into your new relationship, I think What's maybe reacting too quickly to okay. something or assuming something. Because well, I even now I catch myself doing it now, but I catch myself in the act of doing it is when I make a whole scenario in my head. And I'm already mad before somebody tells me whatever's wrong, you know. But I catch myself doing that now and I stop it because I'm like, look, you never know what somebody's going to tell you. So stop trying to think of a way to react before you even know what's happening. I feel like um, that kind of happened a lot in my relations, in our relationship because I was always expecting her to make me mad, you know. Okay. Or I was always expecting her to do something. Not necessarily even do anything. I was just always expecting something to go wrong. And so I already reacted. So my mood would change. And I, we could just be chilling and we good. And then I think about something and then, you know, I'm mad for no reason. Like, I don't even know why I'm mad, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I made up a whole scenario in my head that pissed me off. And so then, right. you know, but also, too, um, Knowing that I'm in control of my emotions and my what I say, you know, that also has to play a part because, you know, you just so you just you just want to when somebody makes you feel bad, you just want to just tear into them because right. it's like, bro, I want you to feel as bad as you making me feel right now. But exactly. I do think that is unhealthy because one, it shows that you cannot express yourself without, you know, tearing somebody else down. Exactly. And and also, you know, I think it's unhealthy because you have to realize you have to especially I know as 
men, us men, you know, they always say, oh, you can't, you know, be sad about certain stuff because you're a man, blah, blah, blah. You know, stuff, you know, stereotype stuff, you know, that they teach us as we're kids or whatever. Right. But it's it's another thing to be in tune with your feelings and let people know, hey, you know, I, it's not, it's, I just, I, it doesn't make me feel good when you do this, you know. And so sometimes, exactly. you know, I wouldn't express that way. And so, you know, they say you can say the right thing, but the wrong tone. And mm-hmm. so that's what I think I did a lot of times. Instead of expressing myself the correct way, I would, you know, be like, hey, you need to quit doing this. Instead of saying, hey, you know, what you did earlier when you, you know, embarrassed me in front of all those people kind of hurt my feelings and kind of made me feel like, you know, you did it on purpose. But instead of doing it like that, you know, sitting her down, I'll be like, hey, you need to quit doing this. And you do it again, you know, I'm going to cut you out. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff right. like that, you know, that I think I definitely should have, you know, maybe took a step back and gathered my thoughts before actually saying it, you know. Right. Like, but is expressing, like, being able to, that just goes, you know, just being able to express, like, Without having to cause an argument, you know. What I'm yeah, right. That's that's important because a lot of times, you know, even if the in the most perfect relationships, you know, or the, some of the or some of the best relationships, I think a lot of times that you know we want to express how we feel, but at the same time we want to yell, like yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we want to express, but only to where we don't want nobody to know that they hurt us. Exactly, exactly, and you know, especially you know. Th- us men, you know, we want to yell and scream, and, and it goes. <clears throat> I'm sorry, it goes for women the same way. You know, women yeah. try to, you know, women yell and they, you know, cuss them out stuff like that. And just coming to us, I'm like, babe, like you know, you did this, this, this. You know, in a tone where we can, we can have a disagreement. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, but we don't have to yell at each other. You know, right, right, that's right. That's one. That's one thing that I, uh, I, me and my, me and my partner right now, we, we've. uh when missing in our relationship, like when we have disagreements, we don't, we tend not, we try not to yell at each other. We like, look, you know, we're going to sit down and talk about this. You know, we don't have to sit, sit here and yell back and forth. But yeah, I get that though. I get yeah. that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, shoot, man. I guess, I guess it's my turn then. Um, yeah. uh, well, like I said, I'm not going to, you know, like you, I'm not going to use real names, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not going to yeah. do that. I'm not going to sit here and assassinate nobody's character because I, I, that's not who I am. You know what I'm saying? But I was in a relationship, man, for a long, very long time. You know, I ended up meeting my ex when I was 17, going on 18. I, uh, mm-hmm. I was a junior in high school. Uh, I had just, it was like toward the end of my junior year, I met my ex. And when I met her, when I met her, we had initially, when I first met her, we initially hadn't dated, you know, because yeah. she, one of her friends liked me or something. But uh, yeah, yeah. my my senior year is when we got really serious and uh we uh we end up dating. We end up going right. together, we end up going to prom together and things like that. Okay. I know, right? And then uh and uh you know, we end up after I graduated high school, we end up moving in together, you know, being really young, you know, and mm. thinking that we knew everything, we end up moving in together. And uh right. during that period of time, man, like fast forward, you know, we end up getting married, you know, four years after that. But during those periods of times, man, we had a lot of ups and downs. Um, we had a, you know, we had a, I, I mean, any person that you're with for a long period of time, you're going to deal with a bunch of ups and downs. 
right, you know, right. you know, whether it be outside of the relationship or inside the relationship, you know, we 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 accomplished some really good things. You know, I graduated college and I ended up getting a good, a really good job, job I wanted. You know, she did some really good things. You know, we ended up buying a house and things like that. You know, you know, typical stuff that married people are supposed to do. Yeah. Um, um, to you know, fast forward, you know, to last year, you know, middle of last year, uh, we end up, we end up, we end up uh, splitting up, and we end up getting divorced. Uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, during that time, it was before, you know, I'll get to the reason why we got divorced here in a minute, but before, right up before we got divorced, it was things became taxing, you know. I think yeah. that my similar to your ex, I think my ex was was dealing with a lot of emotional baggage and emotional mm-hmm. hardship, you know, that yeah. she and a lot of things that she, that hadn't hadn't healed that she had allowed healed right. in her life. I think that it was really all starting to come to a head, you know, and she didn't know how to deal with it and it became to a point it starts affect our, our marriage and our relationship. And um, leading up to that, you know, she ended up uh, committing adultery. You know, she ended up stepping out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just the type of person, man, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a very loyal person. You know, like, once I once I have you, I, I'm loyal to you, but I'm not the type of person to take disloyalty. So once that was, once that happened, man, I, I had to go. You know, I left. Yeah. And, you know, we ended up divorcing and things like that. And uh, you know, it was uh, it was it was emotionally taxing for a minute. You know, so because this this is a person that you think that you gonna spend the rest of your life with. Next, you know, you're like, dang, you know. But you know, for me, I uh, I was I was I was strong enough to, I kind of I you know I kind of I was strong enough to kind of see the writing on the wall before you know the before I, I had. Yeah. You know, I seen like we were having issues, and I seen, it, I kind of seen it coming. You know, I kind of seen it, and so I was able to kind of deal with it a little bit better because it wasn't, it was, it was surprising, but it wasn't shocking if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't shocked that you know what what had transpired because I kind of it just, I, I just felt it. You know, when you're with someone and you're with somebody for a long time, you kind of just feel. When things yeah, are just yeah. going off the track, it's kind of similar to you and your ex, where you you said like you know y'all were the love wasn't just like there the same you know, but you guys kind of still stayed in a way, you know, and it was similar to me like the love was there, but it wasn't just the same, and it was it was like you know we were trying to recover from it, but we were at the same time kind of making it worse, you know, and then you know when she committed the adultery, I, it, it was just a way for me to you know to. It was just that I had that reason, like, look, this is it. This is your sign, so you need to go, you know. And I did, you know. I I, right. I asked for a divorce, you know. We did that, and uh, we end up, and I ended up, we end up uh, breaking up, you know, for you know ten years gone. But uh, yeah. But uh, for me, you know, I, uh, you know, it was, I don't know, like it was. It's 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 really hard to say. Not really, not necessarily hard to say, but for me, you know, during those times I was with my ex man, I became, 
I became, you know, very mentally strong, you know, as far as like, you know, I have seen relationships around me, whether I knew them or, you know, or I knew them from through people. I had seen relationships around me, you know, that failed. So I was kind of, you know, I don't want to say picking up on it because I was anticipating my relationship ended, yeah, but I was, yeah. was kind of just looking at it like, okay, so, you know, you need to make sure that this, that, and the, and the third, you know, just in case this might happen, you know, yeah. just looking at hypothetical, mm. hypothetical situations and scenarios. And yeah, right, 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 right. So I was able to deal with it a little bit easier, you know, mm. but as far as, um, as far as as far as like my ex, you know, goes, I was able to just, you know, I was able to just, you know, lean lean on God. Number one, you know, I was able to lean on Him mm. big, for big time, you know, to get to me get through this, and then, you know, it, and then eventually I was like, look, it is what it is. You know, it didn't work out like regardless. Yeah, right. Now you got to move on, you know. Yeah, and, and I the, think, and I think a lot of people. Sorry to cut you off. No, you good, good. I think, I think a lot of people too. Um, it's a lot harder sometimes for people to let go because they put so much thought in this being forever, and this might just be a season, you know. Exactly. And so, um, so a lot of people, I feel like they hold on to people too long. They hold on to people who are seasonal too long and it ends up hurting them even more because it's like bro they you've had multiple chances to let go exactly but you know you still want to which you know i understand it because you know you get used to stuff you get used to a person and then you think okay i have to learn somebody else all over again you know and that can be kind of scary and not only that you know you have to be by yourself and you know a lot of people can't be by themselves exactly because um, they can't be alone with their thoughts or, you know, they don't like isolation or whatever the reason, you know. Exactly. Um, you know, so it scares a lot of people and change just scares people, you know, period. Exactly. And that's, and that's another thing. It's like I, during my time of being in a relationship and where I, and I've seen it about the end when it eventually ended, I looked mm-hmm. at it as like, look, you know, change is you know, every, nobody wants to go through a change, especially a big right. impact change where you've been with somebody for so long, and then you know you having to restart. You know, but I looked Fact. at it that I looked at it. Look, you know, change is change is change, and this necessarily exactly. not a this is necessarily not a bad thing, and that's why mm-hmm. it was easier for me to heal because I looked I didn't look at it as like a bad thing. Not saying that right. you know I was doing backflips and overjoying, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. But right, right, right. I necessarily didn't look at it as a bad thing because, you know, it was I looked at the future. Like this is this could be mm-hmm. the, the one of the best things that ever happened to you. You know, not yeah, right. and not trying to like, you know, throw Yeah, not downplay nobody. But yeah, yeah not right, downplay right, right. nobody. But I was like this could be this could be a really good thing. You know, and you know, I was but and I was like and also you know, it could be a bad thing, you know, but you never know until you take that step, you know, and I took that yeah. step. I mean, and it, it, so far, it's turned out to be a good thing. Like, it turned yeah, out to right. be like, it was that time for us to end, you know. Yeah, but I right. think, I think the biggest lesson for me that I took from being with somebody for so long, man, it was the kind of the same thing with you, like, you know, make sure I always have self-love, you know. Yeah. You know, I think at the beginning of that relationship, at the very beginning, 
I, you know, I lost my, I I didn't know, I had lost myself, you know, because I was doing so much for my, for my, the person I was with, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And I wasn't doing enough, enough for me. And toward the middle of that. And that can wear you down, man. That exactly. can tear you down. You for doing that can it, make you mentally tired, emotionally tired. Exactly. Know? Physically tired. Yeah, it was. I was doing so much for this person. I, I was, you know, I was eighteen. You know, getting a job for this. Like, you know, even though I was supposed to work and stuff like that, I was yeah. doing this. And doing that. it for somebody else. Yeah, said not doing it for me. And you know, I didn't yeah. have. You know, I didn't have at the time. I really didn't have no family around and things yeah. like that because I had. I was so focused on doing stuff for this person. I wasn't doing this stuff for me. And then on top of that, I was young, so I didn't know any better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But over, yeah, I think, oh, okay. but over time, over time, t- toward the middle of that relationship, I started to get that, I started to get that information in my head. I started to do stuff for me, and I, and I created that balance. I think that, yeah. I think that, you know, not to get too much into, you know, you know, not to you know to sell too much of my business. You know, to just to protect my ex, was that I think that the thing that really tipped us in the way was the things were sliding down was the fact that I think my ex didn't find that balance. Like she was doing too, yeah. she was doing too much for me and not finding doing not doing stuff for herself. You no, know, not finding yeah. her true happiness within herself, and you know, not not having that those things that made her happy individually. You know, focusing right. so much on the relationship is not focused on in, <clears throat> not focused on herself as an individual. You know what I'm saying? Right. But this is around the time where I was doing that. I was focusing right. I was making that, myself as happy. And that can really be that can really cause codependency. Exactly. You know, not yeah exactly. Because, where you, because then you look for that person to be like, okay, you need to make me happy. You need to exactly. do this for me, you know. I don't feel safe, you know, when you're not home. You know exactly. what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that, you know. You know, and you, then it, it becomes a problem because then you basically don't you can't go out anywhere. Exactly. Know? Because then, you know, they, they function on your life, you know. On your like your life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and that's like you said before, that's like that's emotionally, mentally taxing where you having to be, you know, it was mentally it was kind of mentally taxing for me where I'm having to be this person crutch as far as like emotional wise, all the all the fucking time, and it's like, bro, like, yeah. I know, I get that I'm supposed to be like your shoulder that you cry on, but at the same time, like you also have to be able to like, yeah. like make your get yourself better. You know what I'm saying? At at the same time, where it's not so much emotional and mental mental baggage on myself. You know what I'm saying? And I think around the middle of that relationship, that's where it, the scale kind of tipped. You know what I'm saying? I was focusing more. I was in the the process of, you know, strengthening my individuality, you know what I'm saying? So I could bring it within the relationship and she was yeah. kind of doing the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And eventually it just got worse and worse and worse. And eventually mm-hmm. it kind of it, it was the 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 basis of leaders to uh separate and break up and divorce and things like that. So yeah. you know, but yeah. that was a that was a, a big lesson for me was uh to make sure I always keep that self-care, that self-love and things like that. So when I have it, I can bring it to the next person and they can bring their self-love and their self-care within it and we can combine it and we can make each other happy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. It was, you know, it's something that, you know, me and my my partner now that we we talk about all the time where we can Mm. love, love each other, love each other, but also love yourself within. 
so that yeah. way we can bring the love together, combine it, you know, and we can, and it's, it's just pure and natural and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think like now, even me being single, you know, for three and a half years, I see it all the time when I talk to people. You know, there has to be a purpose on why you're getting together. You exactly. can't just get together because you're lonely or because, you know, you know, feelings. Because feelings change over time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, also, I think, like, a lot of people, especially as we were younger when we got into relationships, because they do say that you're actually happier the longer you wait to get into a relationship and the older you are. I don't know the exact, you know, stats of it, but... um they say, you know, you waiting actually makes you choose a better partner, you know, mm-hmm. than, you know, just rushing into a relationship. But I also think because a lot of people don't necessarily think about what love is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel like it's always a fairy tale. You know, you got feelings for each other and then, you know, you get together, you know, your life is going to be this and that or whatever. Well, and you don't think about that, you actually have to work on your relationship every day. Not only your relationship to your partner, but for to yourself. Right. So you have and and so that makes it intentional. You have to date intentionally. You can't just date get together and then become complacent. No. You have to intentionally every day, hey, I'm gonna choose you, you exactly. every day. Exactly. And we're gonna and if we don't know, we're gonna figure out how to choose each other every day. And then, you know, um, people say, you know, love is a feeling, this and that, and they don't know that you have to decide to love somebody. Mm-hmm. Because saying, you know, love is a feeling, you can you can agree or disagree, but saying love is a feeling, feeling changes. So you're telling me that you're going to love me when everything is sunshine and rainbows, but the moment I get grumpy, your feeling is going to change? Because, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's why, that's why, like, I don't really... Like, when people ask, oh, what's the reason why you love me? I love you because I love you. I decided to love you. There's no other reason I need to love you. Because, you know, I'm not looking at you on what you have or what you can do for me. I don't love love you because you're beautiful. Uh, There's 7 billion people in the world. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are beautiful. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and, you know, I'm not, you know, loving you because you're nice. There's plenty of people in the world that are nice. I'm loving you because I decided to love you. And so that means on your sad days, I'm going to love you the best I can. Mm-hmm. On your happy days, I'm going to love you the best I can. When you throw a brick in my head, I'm going to love you the best I can. <laughs> okay? Right. <laughs> like, you know, when you're grumpy and everything like that. And so that's why I be trying to tell people, you know, that it's a decision. You have to decide, you know, hey, I'm going to love you today, you know, or, and, and, and like, I don't know, like some people, some people, you know, especially our age, you know, they don't understand that concept, you know, and it's it's not a bad thing that they don't understand it, but it's just that people don't teach you this, you know, they don't tell you, Hey, you know, you have to decide every day, um, you know, to love, to love the person you're with. And, you know, um, that's like the picture I saw, you know, it was like this old, elderly couple and it was like they were like mad at each other for whatever reason but it was raining outside and so the guy was still holding the umbrella for his wife even though you know he was super pissed at her for whatever reason and it was like you know even on my mad days you know I'm still gonna love you but he had to have he had to make a decision okay look even though I'm mad at you 
I'm still going to live. And I think that kind of happened. Like, I know it's in a lot of people's relationship, but I know it was kind of in my last relationship, too, was that when somebody, when she didn't do what I wanted her to do or made me feel like I wanted to feel, I withheld love from her. And mm-hmm. that's not real. And that's not real love because now I'm sabotaging you because I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, you're not doing what I want you to do. And so, of course, you know, she did it too. We both did it. You know, it was a cycle. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people do that. You know, they withhold love and that's not real love. You know, that, you know, you, you if, Regardless of my family making me mad, I still do whatever I, whatever for them, you know, because I love them and I, you know, decide to love them, you know. So I feel like, you know, that's another thing I learned um, during this whole time, you know, that I have been single, you know, is that, you know, you have to decide every day to love the person that you're exactly. with. Exactly. I think I, it so, kind of it kind of corresponds with the uh, make sure that, you know, you're always, you know, it ha- have that feeling of dating. You know what I'm saying? When you have yeah. that feeling of dating, you know, you always strive to, you know, when you first got with someone, you know, you wanted to make them the you want you wanted to make them the happiest you can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you uh, you took you took in their feelings, you know, and you put yourself second as far as feelings go and things like that. And you yeah. kinda wanna have that similar feeling, you know, throughout the entire relationship. You know what I'm saying? Even right. then even then when you know times get tough, or when the times are not good, you always want to make sure that you have that you take care of them and you love them. You know, what I'm saying, you just, like you say, you decide to love them. You know, what I'm saying, right. not try to withhold love from them. You know, mm-hmm. when things are not good. You know, and I, a lot that's a lot of times why relationships fail. You know, what I'm saying because you know they they're when times get really really tough, they just like all right, so this is not. This is not what it's supposed to be like. Whatever, whatever. So I'm yeah, done. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not done. supposed to feel this way, you know. So but you know, but you know, people go into relationships so haphazardly that they think they can get out of relationship haphazardly. Not only that, but also with marriages, that's why you see a lot of people getting divorced because you know, exactly. They just they just do it on a whim, and then you know they get together thinking I do changes whatever dynamic. Is going on between them. You know, it's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna change. You may feel good for a couple of days, but then you know, reality sets in. Like, okay, I'm still married to this person. You know, and you know, her chewing, her eating, still pisses me off. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's you're not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna change anything. You know? Exactly. That's it. Um, <laughs> that's it. Excuse me. That shit don't change shit. Trust me, man. That it don't change. It don't change. It don't change nothing. You know, you still have to. You know, it's just. You still have to, you know, like you say, you might feel good for a couple of days, but you yeah. those you still have those same feelings. Right. You know? That's that's actually like one of the things that I definitely did learn too recently is that you have to continue to date the person exactly. that you're with. Right, you know what I'm saying? I think I feel like especially me, I know I can speak from experience. Is that when I got into a relationship, I kinda got complacent after a while because it's like, okay, well, I already got her. You know what I'm saying? But it's not just because you already got her or you got him. You have to continue to, you know, make the make sure that they know that, you know, they're special to you. They're, they're important. And I feel like and I feel like a lot of people midway do stop dating, you know. Yeah. You get I mean their, it's, their person. It's it's like it's human nature to get that, to get complacent yeah. in a way when you get in a relationship. Right. You know, right. it's human nature to that was one thing if I I never 
if that was one thing that I learned from my last relationship as far as like my flaws, like I never, mm. I, I asked you about yours, but I never answered them my damn self. If my flaws, I think, was that, you know, I became so, I became in a way self absorbed, not self absorbed, yeah. but I started to, you know, in, in small ways, I started, I started to think about myself, you know, instead of thinking about the person that I was with. And I told myself, I was like, the next relationship I'll get in, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to make sure that I always, no matter if it's something super small or something super big, I'm never going to, like, keep, put my feelings first. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to make sure I keep, consider her feelings in everything I do. And in some ways, you know, I I did that in my last relationship. I didn't, you know, I got complacent and I would think of, I would start thinking a little bit selfishly, you know what I'm saying? Whether it be about something around the house or anything, you know, and I stopped thinking and taking her, her feelings in consideration, you know what I'm saying? And I I told myself that I wasn't going to do that, this relationship, whether it be like, like me and my girl, we have a thing right now, you know, where no matter what we do for each other, like it could be, you know, sweeping, you know what I'm saying? It could be fucking taking the trash out, fucking going to get yeah. the mail, anything. We always make sure that person feels appreciated for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though, like, even though you're like, oh, babe, you don't gotta, you know, you didn't have to do that, whatever. I'm like, or you don't, whatever. I'm I'm telling you, I'm expressing you, I'm making sure you know that you're appreciated for cooking right. dinner or for, you know, taking the trash out or for cleaning up the house or whatever. I'm always making sure that you feel appreciated, you know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to make sure, I want to let you know that you know, I always think about you and I always appreciate the, even the small things you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, exactly. You know, it, like, just like today, I picked up dinner today and she was like, oh, I'm, I, I, I thank you so much for buying me dinner. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, you, you wouldn't think, like, oh, you don't got to tell me thank you for buying dinner. Like, we got to eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right, But right. the fact that... Yeah, it makes you feel good, you, you know, know the that fact you that, did that you did something. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you show me that appreciation, it makes me feel like, oh, okay, like, you know, yeah. it makes you feel really, really good, you know? And we, yeah. we do that a lot. You know, we make sure that the other person is appreciated no matter right, what, right. no matter what we do. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I, I, think, I think another thing, going back to being intentional, um, in relationship is that you have to learn what your partner's love language is, you know? Exactly. Like, you can you can buy all the gifts in the world for your partner, but if they just want you to wash the dishes, the, no gift is gonna, you know, amount to you, you know, washing exactly. the dishes. Like, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So you have to, like, find, you have to figure, that's another thing about dating intentionally. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have to get to know them. And, which, y'all should at least talk once a week, you know, a deep talk, like, hey, you know, um, go over, you know, how they're feeling, you know, what they're going through, you know, um, what's something that you could do better um, as a better partner, you know what I'm saying, open up to each other. I think that's one of the things also that, you know, it wasn't a lot in my last relationship. Like, yes, we did do that, but it would be like once every, you know, a couple months, you know, it wasn't that we would have a real deep talk. And I feel like, you know, sometimes you have to just plan it, you know, every day, at least once a week or, you know, around the dinner table, whatever, whatever, you know, couple, you know, whatever y'all decide. But um, I think, you know, also talking about stuff like that and just getting to know them, you know, um, you know, dating with a purpose. Like, you know, what I'm saying, OK, you know, exactly, I'm dating exactly. you because, you know, you know, I want to get to know, you, you know, I want to do things that, you know, like if you're if you're. 
if your love language is words of affirmation, you know, write sticky, have sticky notes and put them around the house. You know, hey, you're a champion or hey, you know, you know, you're the best or you deserve, you know, the best or, you know, you're amazing, you know, and just post them where she will see it, you know, or put on a mirror, you know, you're beautiful. And, you know, the first thing she wakes up when she looks in the mirror, she's going to see it, you know. Exactly. And so I think, um, you know, a lot of people don't think about stuff like that that way also, you know, because that can go a long way too, you know, exactly. just, you know, um, or, you know, when they, you make lunch for them one day, you know, for work in the in the brown paper bag, put on the brown paper bag, you know, you're my hero or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I think that goes a long way in, you know, dating intentionally and, um, you know, dating with a purpose, you know. Exactly. I feel you, like, it you you I was just talking about that to someone at work. You have to make sure you understand your partner's love language. But going back to what you said, you know, the the um the the deep talks, you know, I do that mm-hmm. with my partner now. You know, yeah. we we have we have we have a thing called checking in where we could yeah. just be you know, we could just be chilling in the bed watching TV. You know, and I'll turn the TV off and I'll be like, how are you feeling? I'm checking in with you. You know, like, yeah. it is, it don't necessarily got to be about the relationship. You know, you, yeah. can, you can tell me something like, oh, I was at work and Karen pissed me off and they got me feeling some type of way. You know, right. I just want to know, like, how you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? So I know right. anger, and you, you might not necessarily have any anger or you might not necessarily be upset with me. You know, you, yeah. be, you can be upset with something totally different from the relationship. But I want to know how you're feeling. I want to know what you're feeling. You know, I want to know what your mood is right now. What is your energy? You know, and we do that. You know, we do that like once or twice a week. You know, we'll yeah. we, we just be sitting in the living room in the car, or whatever. And I'll turn the car, not turn it off, but turn the radio off or something. Or yeah. Turn the radio off and she's like, "How are you feeling? I'm checking in with you." You know, just to, right. just to get that feel, that get that feel. Like, okay, what's what? What is my spouse? What is what is he or she? What is she thinking? What is what is what is giving her happiness? And it gives mm. a lot of times with us, you know, it's it's about oh I'm feeling like this, you know, I'm feeling this happy, whatever. You know, I think last week she asked me how I was feeling and I told her I was I'm feeling pretty good because I just look I'm I'm feeling blessed because I looked on the news and so many people were losing their jobs because of COVID nineteen and the fact that yeah. I'm able to wake up and still go and get money and get a paycheck is still is a blessing. So I'm just feeling really humbled and blessed right now. You know, yeah. and it, it's just giving you, giving you, it's just finding out what your, what your spouse and how she's feeling, you know, how yeah. she is feeling. Right, right. So it's, it's, I think it's definitely, it's a necessity to do that. Yeah, with your, exactly. With your partner, you know. Right. Because you get, you get a feel where they, where they at. And a lot of people don't do that. You know, they just mm-hmm. go with the, the emotion of feeling. Things like yeah, right. that. They just go through the motions. Don't even, you know, don't even let their partner know. You know, exactly. Exactly. I have. I had like another thing. Everything you know that I say ties back to intentionally. And there's another thing that you know that I know happened in my past relationship, and I'm sure it happened with you know your past relationship too, and other past other people's. Um, is that you have to be aware of yourself. You know, you have to be self-aware of yourself when you're because now we're in the age of social media and stuff like that. And a lot of times it's a facade of what you see 
people post, you know. And so you have to be self-aware and intentional of yourself. Um, say you're going through something with your partner, you know, and you get on Facebook and some girl, you know, just posted a new picture or whatever. So you decide, you know, to hop in this new girl, you know, inbox or whatever. You know, you think nothing of it, but it's it it's emotional cheating, you know, because you're trying to escape. Exactly. You know, what's going on. And I know that that happened a lot in my past relationship. Um, uh, And one, it doesn't feel good to get because I I feel like emotional cheating can be just as bad as physically cheating. Because at least physically, at least physically cheating, there's a reason. Like, okay, yeah, you know, you was feeling bad about yourself. So I, I, you know, I can kind of understand more physically cheating than emotionally cheating because, you know, you tell somebody how you're feeling. You want to talk to them and tell them how you're feeling, but I'm your guy, and you you can't tell me that. Like you know, what I'm saying like exactly. you thought, like you thought that you couldn't come to me and tell me how you're feeling. You exactly. Know? And so, um, you know, especially now being single, I see that a lot. Um, because a lot of people, I actually put a stop to that to women I knew that were in relationships that were I'm cool with. One, I don't even like to talk to people in relationships. Nothing against them, but just because. <clears throat> I know about emotional cheating and I don't want you to come to me every time you and your man fighting, you know? Yeah. And so, um, uh, I know that used to happen a lot in my last relationship. And even now I even tell women that I know sometimes I don't even talk to them. I won't hear from them for six months, but the moment, you know, they're, they're going through stuff, you know, with their man, you know, they come and tell me because they know I listen, you know, before they got into a relationship. So they just always remember, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, that I would listen to them, stuff like that. But, you know, I think it, it could become a problem because then you look for your emotional fulfillment in somebody that's not your partner. And so exactly. now you're looking, you're looking outside your relationship. And even though, you know, you may never be with the person that you're emotionally cheating with, it's still, you know, um, it's still harmful and still unhealthy because, you know, you have an attachment to somebody that's not your, not your partner. That's you not know? your partner. And so um, that that did happen a lot um, in my last relationship. Um, and even, even it's like, you know, people don't think about things like that, but it's that's I think that's another reason why dating intentionally, because you have to think about things like that. Like, okay, exactly. like even like I even think like now, like it's 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 whatever you and your partner decide. But me, I don't even when I'm in a relationship, I don't even like other girls' pictures because I don't even want to send a message not just to that person that I'm liking it, but to myself subconsciously that I think this person looks good because Uh then subconsciously if me and my girl are you know on bad terms subconsciously I've been liking this girl picture for the last four weeks I might slide in her DMs you know because I'm like yo you know I've been thinking about her obviously with my likes you know and stuff like that and I think that's what you know it all ties back to being intentional even stuff that you know you don't even realize you're doing you know you have to really be self-aware of um yourself because I really do think emotional cheating is maybe worse than physical cheating like you know because I'm still dealing with emotional being emotionally cheated on more than I am being physically cheated on mm-hmm. because it does something to your mental health you know yeah or you and it does something because you think like oh you rather have this random person know you know I, I'll give an example I'm not going too much into the story but 
you know, with me and my ex, one time, you know, she visited somewhere um, for like a week or whatever. And, you know, I thought it was all good. You know, I gave her space and everything and stuff like that. You know, I gave her, you know, as much space. I wasn't needy or nothing. You know, I am like minding my business. I was like, yo, you know, I hope she good. You know what I'm saying? I'll send her, you know, sweet text messages at three in the morning every now and then, you know, because she was gone for about a, a week or whatever. And I remember she got back. And I ended up going through her phone when she got back, you know. Because not only did I give her space, I still was kind of like a little bit suspicious, you know, because I'm like, yo, we really didn't talk, bro. So let me let me see your phone, bro. And so come to find out, you know, she was feeling bad about something and feeling, you know, sad about this and that. And she decided to tell somebody else that wasn't me. I didn't even know she was feeling like that. And so I remember, and I remember just looking at her like, yo, you know, it's not even the point that you didn't talk to me because I don't care about that. It's the point that you, the moment you was feeling sad about something, your first thought wasn't to talk to me. It was to talk to some random dude five states away. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I was like, bro, like that don't, that just don't that just don't sit well with me. That you know, you'd rather him comfort you than me comfort you. You know, right? And so, and so, uh, and I still even think about that to this day. You know, like you know, even though I am healing, and you know, I'm over. It, I know why it happened. Um, it's still something that's just mental. You know, it's just still there. You know, and um, so that's why I think you know you have to be self-aware and intentional because sometimes you might not even know that emotional cheating would do this you know to a person sometimes and this was this was five years ago bro right like you know so some sometimes though a lot of times people they they are so reliant on other people to make them feel better though that they don't realize they're doing it you know and that's like a big thing when you're in a relationship. I understand that we have friends, we have outlets, and things like that. But the best thing is to always come to your partner, you know. But sometimes some people rely on people to make them feel better all the time that they don't even realize they're doing it, you know. And it's yeah. it's not it's, it's it's really not healthy, you know, because yeah. you're you're not only like you were saying the emotional cheating where you're 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 not the first the first person you're not you're going to is not your partner. You're going to somebody right, right. completely different. You know right. not only that, but you're allowing Because it makes you it makes you think like, oh okay, am I not good enough for you to tell me? Like yeah. you know not only that, but you you're allowing you're allowing outside opinion, outside, you know influences, you know, and then on top of that, they could easily use that to you know, coerce you into doing something that you normally wouldn't do. You know, because exactly. now you have an emotional attachment. Yeah, and you and allow so, you know, that can that can lead to physically cheating. Yeah, you know? that that's a lot of times like that. A lot of times is what leads to cheating is that people, you know, you're you go to you know you're go to you go to work or you get on Facebook whatever you hit up this dude or girl that you yeah. that you know and you're like man you no know, she did this again she pissed me off yada yada blase blase. And, you know, and right. then eventually you're like you think it's okay, but all you're doing yeah. is you're creating this this passageway for this person to come in and right. influence and affect your relationship. You know, right. and, and you might and not. Then be- it's like it's like it's like you're not creating a safe space for your relationship, and exactly. your relationship should have a safe space. Like if you 
if you y'all have to create some type of space where you can go to them and be like, hey, you know, we have to discuss something, you know, and because then, you know, now they go in the safe spaces, other places, and it's not your relationship. And now your relationship got a lot of leaky holes in it, you know. Yeah, it, it, uh, it that that is, you know, it that causes a lot of t- a lot of breakups, you know, a lot of lot of breakups. Right. It was it's a uh, it's it's definitely it it's definitely a big big thing. Uh, yeah. you know, and. I mean, to be honest, I mean, shit, men do that shit all the time. Like, yeah, right. Know, I mean, I see it at work all the time. Like, man, fact. Like, like, you know, um, I would try to tell people, you know, I see at work, you know, they, you know, telling people their business. And I'm like, look, you know, obviously me as a person, I obviously want to help you because that's what I do. You know, I try to help people. But I'm like, you can't bring it to me because I'm not the one that you're having this beef with. Exactly. But, like, you know what I'm saying? You have to take it to your partner, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you feeling like this the whole time and your partner don't even know. Exactly. You know, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, you know, especially especially where I work at, it's like everybody, you know, messing with everybody. Everybody knows everybody's business. I don't tell nobody at work my business. Only because, Facts. you know, everybody knows. And then on top of that, it's like everybody wants to sleep with everybody. So now they have all these this access to you that they shouldn't even have. And then, but you're allowing it. Even though if you don't even know that you're allowing it, you know, you are allowing it, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you, y'all you add each other on Snapchat and now y'all being secretive on Snapchat, you know, because you think your messages delete. So, you know, ain't nobody gonna know. You know what I'm saying? So, and I see that at work all the time. Yeah, you know, it's a it's it's definitely a thing where it's it's a big thing, man. Where it can, it, it causes a lot of relationships and things like that. One thing I want to yeah. add to that is the fact that um, a lot of times, man, when you have those thoughts or when you're upset with a person, you're upset with your uh, partner, your spouse, or whatever, a lot of times you the best the best advice you can give. It get it's from yourself, and if you don't yeah. have good self talk in a relationship, brother, it fails every single yeah, time. Right. If you can't, exactly. if you can't give if give yourself good advice, your relationship's mm-hmm. gonna fail every time, bro. Right. Like, like straight up, you know, I'm I, I, I always yeah, I always like as close as I am to you, you know, you our friend, our our really good friend, our brother Shamel, our really good friend, brother Brian. You know, a lot of times, man, especially in my last relationship, a lot of times. You know, I don't tell y'all stuff that's in my relationship because the best I always always can calm myself or give myself good advice, you know, before mm-hmm. I can come to anybody. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times if you know, if I'm having an issue or something in a in my relationship or in my past relationship, you know, I'm talking to myself like, yo, you this is what happened in an argument. You did this, you did this, you shouldn't have did this, you know, and you know you shouldn't have did yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm going over it, you know, and then I'm going back to my partner and be like, babe, look, I didn't mean to do this. I understand that what I said this, it hurts your feelings, and I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you, if the first thing you do when you guys get into an argument or when they're, the person upsets you is run to a different source, whether it be a, a male or female, your friends or anything like that, you know, you're allowing that person to affect you, you know, allowing them outside influences to affect your relationship. But also it means that you don't have good self talk. You know, you're not you're not 
you're not a good influence on yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you recognize that, so you try to go and get it from a different source. You know what I'm saying? That's not healthy, like straight up. That was like one of the first things I learned when I had went through marriage counseling. Uh, it was that is that's not healthy for allowing, even if a really really good you have a really really good friend, you know, it's still not healthy yeah. because you're still allowing those outside influences. Right, with, and then exactly, and then that's a lot of what happened um, with my ex and I, you know, because one also it's okay to get advice from people. Exactly, yeah. Who I'm have not been. Me. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, I got what you were saying, but I'm saying like who have in a healthy relationship. Let me let me put that. Let me let me put that quotation. Uh, get advice from people who are who are in a healthy relationship because they know what it takes. Like my friend Keelan, um, <clears throat> who lives in Boston, he's been with his girl for like 11 years. So if I was to ever have, if I ever needed advice, I know I can go to him because he won't tell me, hey you know, you're right. He'll let me know, hey, Aaron, I don't think that's the best idea you, you can come up with, you know. Because he'll, he'll also, you also need truthful people in your life exactly. to let you know, yeah. hey, you know, that's probably not the right idea. Like, I know what you're thinking, but, you know, what you, how you going about it is wrong, you know what I'm saying, you know. And so, he is one of those people that I know would do that because, you know, he's been in a relationship for, for 11 years. And so, my past relationship I had a problem with my ex because I would tell her this all the time. You cannot go to people who are in unhealthy relationships because they will give you advice that will mess up your whole relationship. One, you shouldn't even be, you shouldn't even be talking to them because they messy anyway. But you know, and I remember she used to always go to this girl and the girl would never even listen to <laughs> what what she say? I'm She would just be like, "Yo, you got you got to leave him." And I'm like, "What? That don't make how do, any how do you, how do you sense. get from this this problem to this solution?" But to be honest, you know, not I'm not throwing out her business or nothing like that because I'm I'm sure she's better now because um, this was uh, when we all were young. I don't know about <laughs> this. <that. laughs> This is when we all were young, and I, you know, I hope that she is doing better. You know, no ill will; it's all good. But you know, she was like cheating on her boyfriend, so I'm like, you can't go to somebody that's doing it. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, you can't, you can't go to somebody who has a toxic relationship because they're gonna give you bad advice, toxic advice. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and then and, like and it's like, and it's like, and it's like, you know. And on top of that, people some people tell you what they would do, not exactly. what you should, not what exactly. you should do. Exactly. You know? And so um I was like, you know, you have to we used to always get in this discussion. And I'm like, you have to know who you can talk to. Know who you I'm can like, go to. I, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yo, because then, you know, and then on top of that, you know, if if I ever go to Keelan or you or anybody else, anybody in my life, they won't treat the person I'm dating bad about what I talk about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I could be like, yo, she threw a frying pan at me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not going to disown her or be mean to her, you know, when y'all see her, you know? Right. And so with my ex's friends, like, they'll try to treat me differently because of what, you know, my ex would say. And then even on top of that, also, which also didn't help with that, my ex sometimes will leave out, you know, the whole story. So, you know, to make it look like I was the one that was just crazy, you know what I'm saying? Which is okay because I know I'm not crazy, but um, you know it it was just, it was just a big mess, you know. And I'm just like you can't you can't do that, 
because you know, one, I don't trust whoever you're going to anyway. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I that I think that should be, you know, what some people should think about. Okay, who am I talking to with this? You know, and to and to actually think, okay, is this does this person normally give me sound advice, or do they, you know, give me horrible advice that will not make the situation, you know, better? You know. And I think, and I think that you know could be very important. Um, but I also wanted to add uh, while we was talking about you know loving yourself and things like that. Um, I actually there was a quote that I saw read in a book, and it was like, "You can only love somebody as much as you love yourself." Ooh, so, like so if you don't love yourself that much, whatever relationship or whoever in your life, you're not going to love, love them. them. You're only going to love them to the level that you love, love yourself. yourself. So if you treat right. yourself badly, gonna treat you the talk down, yeah, you know, if you talk down to yourself, if you think you're ugly, if you think, you know, you're unfit to do anything, you're going to you're gonna rub that off on the person that you love. That's, that's, that is... Or the person that you're dealing with, you know. That's, that is so true, bro. That's why it's important. So, that's why it's important to love yourself it always like it's it's just so important, bro. Like to love yourself before you get into a relationship, like straight up. I that's like one thing I admit lament is that make sure you love yourself, you know, and before you jump into any relationship. Because if you don't, I'm telling you right now, like I'm I'm no god or nothing. I'm no no love. Don't keep it. But I'm telling you, it'll be so so hard to be in a relationship. Trust me, I've seen it, and it's you know I partly experienced it. It's it's tough, man. It's tough, tough. You know, this shit, man. We've been sixty nine minutes, man. We gonna we gonna we gonna wrap this one up. Though. I mean, we yeah. I mean, we got a lot of we we can discuss love all day. Man, we gonna wrap this. We gonna wrap this episode up, man. We gonna try to save some content for the for the future episodes next man. time. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, but this is you know take whoever's whoever might be listening to this, man. Take it. You know, if it's you know, similar to the relationship that you in or situation that you in, take the advice, man, and see, you know, and if you have questions or ain't like that, you know, ask myself. You can message me on Facebook, Instagram. You can message Aaron on Facebook, you know, and uh, definitely ask it. You know, we got a lot more um, advice and lessons and stuff that we can give from the experience that that we've been through and things like that. You know, we can talk about this shit all day, you know, just because we've been in a relationship, we've been in relationships, you know, long-term relationships, you know, before. And so, and we, we, we know the lessons and stuff that we came with it. We just giving y'all exp- what we think, what we learned from being in a long-term relationship, you know, and things like that. Hopefully it helps somebody else out. We're going to wrap this one up, man. You know, it's getting late. You know, myself, I got to get up tomorrow and go to work. I know Aaron got to get up tomorrow. So we're going to wrap this one up. Hope everybody stays safe, you know, during these crazy times. You know, wash your hands, things like that, you know. Man. You know, uh, and to those who might be, you know, doctors, nurses, or whatever, we appreciate y'all. Y'all stay safe, stay healthy, and then we out this mug. Peace. <laughs>